This is a HeadGum Podcast. This week's episode is unlocked from the back catalog on our Doughboys Patreon. Subscribe at patreon.com slash doughboys to get the Doughboys double every Tuesday, plus our entire pre-HeadGum back catalog. Join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. In 1975, Larry Levine opened a casual, full-service restaurant on the corner of Greenville Avenue and Meadow Road in Dallas. Levine modeled its menu and atmosphere off of his passion for a Texas tradition, the chili cook-off. Forty years later, this simple roadhouse grill has blossomed into a multinational corporation, with over 1,500 locations in places such as Egypt, Taiwan, and El Salvador. Though purists cry foul, this restaurant chain is most responsible for popularizing Tex-Mex cuisine, introducing dishes such as fajitas and baby back ribs to the masses. Today on Doughboys, we're talking chilies. Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome to Doughboys. Uh, my name is Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Mike Mitchell. Mitch, how are you doing? I'm doing well. That was like a beautiful poetry, the what you just said. <laughs> th- thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think we want to la- add a little bit of gravitas uh, to what we're doing. Um, this is a podcast. This is our inaugural episode, uh, and uh, this is our podcast about chain restaurants, which is a passion of of, of both Mitch and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, each episode, we'll be tackling a different chain restaurant. And this episode, for our first one, we're talking about Chili's, which I think is a, I'd say one of the the one of the the main ones. Wouldn't you, main is the right word to use? I think I I would like to say it's kind of a a well respected chain restaurant. If I if I kind of had to sum it up, like I feel like. A lot of people like Chili's. When I told people I was going to Chili's, everyone's like, "Oh, Chili's is great." You know, that was kind yeah. of the, the response I got from it. So I think that this one is is uh, it's a good one to start off on. I think it's a if 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 you asked people, you know, if this was Family Feud, and you said uh, chain restaurants, I think Chili's might be one of the first ones out of people's mouth. I think it would be the number Say, one spot. I th- yeah, I think num maybe number two or three, but it would be up there. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. I would. Think, I think there. I know. I, I'm not trying to undercut you. I think it, it could be the number one. Answer, no, you're right. It, it would be two or three. I, I, it I, might also be two or three. I'm, anywhere from one to three, I think, is where Chili's could fall in the Family Feud. Nick is a writer for the Family Feud. <laughs> 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 <In his> spare time. <laughs> uh, let us introduce our guest. 
she is a writer uh, for You're the Worst on FX uh, and soon to be on FXX and uh, Comedy Bang Bang on IFC. A uh, very funny person and a dear friend, Eva Anderson. Hello, Eva. Hi there. Uh, Eva, thank you so much for doing our first episode. We're so happy to have you. Oh, I'm so pleased and honored to be here. I'm so excited. We were, Mitch and I were talking, and one reason we thought of you is because, you know, we're talking about chain restaurants, which is such a big thing of Americana, but I think we also think of you, and I'm not sure if this is your perception of yourself, but we think of you as one of the more cultured people we know. Ooh, thanks. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, you you are very cultured, then also I feel like everyone we know is very uncultured, too. Yeah. <laughs> so you really shine amongst the people I know. <laughs> oh, that, I'm flattered. Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> um, so uh, how do you, generally speaking, like how do you feel about chain restaurants? I actually really like them a lot. I have a really – I don't go to them a lot, but um, I, I, I grew up for a lot of my life in uh, – in like the suburban sprawl outside of Seattle, kind of the area where Microsoft is. Okay. And so it was one of those places where it was really exciting to go to uh, like a, a chain restaurant and it was like a big family thing or it's where you would hang out with your friends um, after uh, school if you were around, hanging around late at night. I didn't drink or do drugs or have sex. So I pretty much just went to Red Robin <laughs> with my friends <laughs> or Amen. Denny's. Uh, and then... Uh, in L.A., you know, I, I think we have some laws that make it more difficult to open chain restaurants in the L.A. area, like franchises. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much of that is legal and how much of that is just like the economics of it. But I've noticed like when as L.A. residents, when we want to go to a chain restaurant, it's like a drive. Like you yeah. can't like in, in the L.A. metropolitan area. For me, it's like a, I got to go 40 minutes if I want to go to, you know, like a, a, a restaurant that would have been a 10 minute drive from my house in I, yeah. Long Beach, California. I will say that this Chili's was it was located in Encino. Uh, so it was a it was a little bit of a drive. And maybe these days in the future will be looked upon like prohibition was, you know, like uh, <laughs> people will be upset that like now there will be chain restaurants in every corner in Hollywood. Actually, there could be, you know, Hollywood has a lot of like like just chains that are just like nothing kind of like garbage post-apocalyptic <laughs> kind of like hooters you mean or like different just like just like big chains like uh, you know, i told you i went to little caesars the other day yeah. Oh, yeah. um and uh that entire strip there is not it's on i think uh whatever santa monica boulevard which no one knows but who cares and it's this huge huge strip and literally, like, the only thing I can see that, like, has lights on and looks like it's active is the Little Caesars, and everything else is just kind of, like, defunct. Yeah, yeah. Which is also sad. Sorry for bringing it up. But <laughs> it's It's, like, a, a sad state. But it, it, it is it is that kind of weird thing of, like, why isn't there a big Chili's right in the heart of, of town? Like, I think people would love it. There's a hard rock cafe in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah that's – I think the one stretch where you will get it is sort of this Hollywood and Highland stretch where it's like a, a – which is kind of the very touristy Hollywood Boulevard area. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, that'll be places where that, but the, the change you'll see there are like the Hard Rock Cafe. I think there's a Rolling Stone ripoff of the Hard Rock Cafe. Am I right really? about that? Oh, man. I think, yeah. And then there's a, there's a <laughs> Sammy Hagar's uh, Cabo Wabo Cantina. There's one of those. But yeah, there aren't, uh, I, I don't think there's like the uh, the more mainstream chains that, that, that you maybe will find in the suburbs. Uh, yeah. That's... Where, yeah. But if you're in Times Square, you can go to Olive Garden. Mm -hmm. You can go to the tallest TGI Fridays in the world, which I spent a lot of time at. Plus, you can go to things.
things that like are future chains, like Guy Fieri's American Bar and Grill, which oh, I went yeah. to, and also. Well, last time I was in New York, I went there by myself, and I went to the Cake Boss restaurant by myself. Oh, do they just serve cake at the Cake Boss? Yeah, it's just a bakery, but it has oh. a big statue of him. And there's a scary-themed bar and restaurant called Time Scare. Oh, <laughs> what's Time Scare? It's a, It has a haunted house all year round in it, and it's just a spooky bar. I got, I got to say that in the last few years... We've really extended Halloween stuff. Like, uh, you know, there was always like Halloween stores, mm-hmm. but now you can really, you can get your scares in 24 7, 365. <laughs> no matter what, you can get a scare whenever you want it. There's always some scary stuff going on. It's it's strange to me, right? Like, yeah. like I feel like The Walking Dead got really big as a show, and now there's like kind of like, there's a maze in New York City. You can go to it, like you were saying, like in, their, in Vegas, they have the. This scare thing where they they blindfold you and put you through is it's interesting to me, but it doesn't have to do with food. But yeah, but I'm it's... surprised by the persistence of haunted hayrides. Like yeah. that feels like an old timey tradition that should have died out. And people, <laughs> it's 2015, and people are going on haunted hayrides all the time. The one in Lis- in the in Griffith Park is terrifying. I've heard it's good. It's yeah. one of the scariest things at, at Halloween. That's why Mark Cuban invested for Shark Tank. Actually, he oh did, yeah, he truly truly Wait, did. did. Are you sure he didn't? Sorry, are you sure he didn't? Invest in the Great American Campout. He probably campout? it was the same people who did the hayride that that were there. Yeah, like the, and the they're like, "Hey, sharks, campout. we got something for you." And then like zombies came out, Ooh. and they were, <laughs> all the sharks were scared. And the sharks don't usually get scared, so it was a big moment. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the um, got scared. oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles. The dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura Frame so much. This is true. She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want. From your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. 
giver of life, but also giver of heat, giver of a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. (laughs) Moon's real cool. When the moon moon is out, out, there's never a doubt. The moon moon is cool. And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool cool cool. 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 <laughs> the moon is cool. <laughs> cool cool cool. Tear pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. I, w- I want to say that for me, Chili's is kind of a big deal for the the reason in that it was kind of the first chain I really went to or even thought about like when people were like, oh, there's like a Chili's I think in Braintree or something. And it was like, oh, crazy. And they have like buffalo fingers and stuff like that. And so it was kind of a, it was kind of my first real experience with like a huge, huge chain besides like. You know, Chuck E. Cheese, that kind of brought it into the adult realm for me. So that was a reason why it, it, it kind of stands out in my mind. Well, and you and I were talking earlier, Mitch, and you had, like, that was like, because you're from Quincy, Massachusetts. Yes. And that was like a big, like, Chili's was kind of the big thing there, right? Well. Or was this a, more of a personal thing? I don't know if Quincy officially has a Chili's. They have a TGI Fridays. Okay. But in Ithaca... Oh, this is where you went to college. I'm this, sorry. Yeah, I went and, and I went to Ithaca in upstate New York, and a Chili's opened there. I think like my sophomore year, and we went to Chili's like a, a, like quite a bit, and I like remember it fondly, which is maybe like a sad state for my college experience. That I was like, I liked those days of going to Chili's with my friends and like eating the chips and getting like frozen margaritas, <laughs> but it was it it was a place we went to 
quite a bit. It was, and it was like, there's not a lot to do in Ithaca. So maybe that's a part of it. And, and it was just this kind of like, I felt like an adult and was eat, drinking margaritas and watching basketball games. It was a blast. It was, so it was kind of, it, it holds a little spot in my heart. Uh, I, I really, I, I, I love the place. So. Well, let's get let's get into it. Let's uh, let's let's talk about Chili's. So, uh, Eva, you went recently. You went on a trip uh, this past week, correct? Yes. So tell I, us about your experience. Um, I went with. Uh, I had the same thing happen where I told uh, the people at my job uh, that I was going to Chili's for a podcast, and one of the writers, Shane, went, "Oh, I love Chili's. Look, can I come with yeah. you?" So he we he drove an hour. We, it was an hour drive from oh, downtown at rush hour to get to Chili's in the rain. Apologies. No, no, it was great. And then we got there, and um, do you want me to just break down my trip? Go for it. Okay, so, yeah, so we got inside. It was 6 o'clock. It was pretty empty. Uh, we sat at our at our little booth. They only had little booths. And um, I ordered a skinny margarita, and he ordered a giant beer, one of the house brews maybe they had house brews he ordered some beer Mm -hmm. and then we noticed uh, the first thing that popped out of course could we talk about the ziosk i think we have to yeah this is so uh, if you haven't been to chili's in the past few years i'm not sure how recent of an innovation this is but it feels pretty recent but the new feature on the tablescape is the ziosk which is it's basically a tablet on a stand that allows a, a party to order a limited number of things from the menu. You still mostly order from your server, but I think you can order dessert from the Ziosk. And then it also has some touchscreen features like you can play Bejeweled on it. Mm-hmm. And it's, yes. it also serves the purpose of when you pay your check at the end of the meal, um, you have to use the Ziosk. You don't pay your server anymore. So it's, it's a little strange. Our, I'm not sure if you had the same thing from your server, but our our waiter at some point said, uh, here's the Ziosk. This is going to make my job obsolete. Like he said those words. Yeah, he, like, he did, and he was kind of like laughing about it. But then I was also like, "Oh, it's kind of true. This yeah, is like yeah. messed up." It, it it really it's like a like they're trying it out while they still have waiters there, and then you can kind of see the writing on the wall. I guess if you work there, we there's a button on it that says. There's a couple things I liked about it. One of the one of it was that because you have a menu, and then you can, there's pictures in the menu and descriptions of the food, but then the same. There's also pictures of the same food on the Ziosk, but you can't order it there. You can just, like, look at it. And next to the descriptions of the kind of longer descriptions of the food, there's a button that says read less if you just don't want to read it so much, <laughs> which I liked. And every, then, the, every American loves that phrase. <laughs> and then there is a button that, to reorder drinks, but it's kind of tiny. And our waitress, who was very nice, she didn't joke, but she just kept coming by and being like, do you want more drinks? Because Maybe you didn't see the button on the thing. So she was still asking us if we wanted more drinks because the Ziosk wasn't like it didn't totally do the job of being the main thing that you use to get more drinks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You need like an orientation, I feel like, for the Ziosk. It's like a little complicated and things are hidden in sub menus. Yeah. And they were I didn't even know about this. We tried to use the kiosk, the Ziosk and I didn't even know about that you could reorder drinks from it. Our guy just I had no from, idea about that. It was that, hidden yeah. in the corner. We used it to play trivia against people in, I believe, other chilies around the country. Oh wow. Um, oh my god! And you could watch them in real time play trivia. Oh, and, you have to see them? You, no, no, you just saw their names. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was really, I was grossed out to be thinking of seeing like other Americans eating chilies. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't good at it. The, when we were doing the health and fitness category, there were like a million categories and mostly sports. 
in the health and fitness categories, there are a lot of normal questions. And then one of them, like, you know, what person won the gold medal for this sport or whatever? Um, and then one of them just was like half of a sentence. It was just like, new kind of spin class. And the answer was soul cycle. <laughs> but it was just sort of like, what? It's like someone just didn't write the whole question. <laughs> it was really weird. And then there's a bunch of apps. You could play like Plants vs. Zombies. What um, I saw that. My friend noticed when he got up, was he walked around and said there were a lot of solo diners and they were playing games on the Ziosk. Oh, wow. So what it kind of is, I think, is like a screen if you're just like you can't deal with eating chilies by yourself. But I don't understand because like it costs money to play those games, right? There's like a nominal fee. It's 99 cents for the Ziosk for the whole meal. So it's 99 cents to use the Ziosk. And I feel like it like... I guess if you don't, why wouldn't you just use your phone? I all, get, almost all the apps you can have on your phone. Yeah. So I don't quite understand the utility of, of it, but I, I don't know. I guess it's working for them. It is very it is very strange that I think like part of the reason people go to like a, a, a you know, full service casual restaurant like a Chili's is for a little bit of uh, hospitality. And I, I think it makes the whole experience a little colder. It is. But, you know, the world is getting colder and I kind of like... The world is getting colder? I don't know. Oh, no, it's getting warmer, you know, like real, like uh, literally. But I'm saying... Emotionally? Emotionally and like soon robots are going to do stuff like that. And I think we should... I don't know. A part of me kind of thinks it's cool that they're... They're tackling it a little bit, like like soon food will come out like from a robot, and I think that's cool and kind of Jetson like Jetson Jetson Jetsons esque. But I feel like, yeah, you're right. There's always that thing of hey, I need to pay in cash or I need to do this or that, and and also just talking to a human being. Although I, I feel like our guy was joking so much, oh, man. and I think I preferred the Zios to our <laughs> to our server. Not to be a jerk, he was a nice man, but he he was he was he was. It's it, uh, full, full disclosure, right? Uh, Jack Allison, my roommate, called ahead to Chili's uh, as a joke to tell him that two reviewers were coming. Uh, so when we got there, I think they were looking for two guys, and they were like, "Is your booth like up to standard?" And we were like, "Yeah, the booth is fine." <laughs> Everything is good, and he will never do that again. But I, I had to get that off my chest because Jack did do that. Jack shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I think we got a pretty fair experience of of what it was overall. Anyways, like, uh, I, I, I also don't think that they cared at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you? Who, what are you reviewing at this point? What? How can you hurt them? Yeah, I think uh, Jack said that the the response to him calling was kind of like what, and then <laughs> okay, and then he was like. Do you have any suggestions? And the guy was like, oh, burgers are good. Uh, <laughs> like, didn't really give, like, any real thing. So, but I had to get it off my chest. It was something that, that Jack did. But I don't think I don't think it made our experience any different. I don't think it can. It didn't feel like it contaminated the experience. It did me. not, no. Um, so let's let's talk about the food. Uh, so uh, uh, what did you order, Eva? Well, we ordered the two for 20 special, which is a dinner special where you get for $20 one appetizer. And two full-size entrees off of specific list. So we got fried pickles as our appetizer. Mm. And then um, Shane got uh, the half rack of baby back ribs, Mm -hmm. uh, original uh, style. And I got uh, chipotle honey chicken crispers. 
Gotcha. Ah, okay. So those are like a chicken tenders with sort of a, uh, a, a doused glaze. with a dousing of a of a thing. Let's start with the apps because uh, you had the fried pickles. We had we got a a, a three way apps. So we got the crispy cheddar bites, which are a recent addition to the menu, as I believe the fried pickles are too. They're 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 yes. the newer apps. Um, we got the boneless buffalo wings, which are Chili's classic. I think they were the first franchise to have boneless wings. Yeah. Um, and I think they do it pretty well. Yeah, they, they do a great job with their boneless wings. I I I I really think that they're they're great. In other places, they sometimes get kind of too slimy, like mm-hmm. coated in buffalo sauce. This, they do a good job. I think they, the 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 issue with uh, boneless wings is that a lot of times they lose like kind of the textural quality of of eating like a wings, and I feel like they retain mm-hmm. it a little bit with whatever breading they do on uh, uh, at Chili's. And then we also got the Southwest egg rolls. Um, which I think are another kind of chili signature. What did you think of the fried pickles? I was disappointed. I mm. found them very underdone. Oh. Um, they were white. They didn't even have any really golden brown coating. Wait, like the out know. the outside was white? Yeah, Ooh. which is not what you want your fried no. pickle to be. And they were um, coins, which I prefer a spear on a fried pickle. Oh, yeah. I should have seen that in the photo and just chosen differently, but I did the fried pickle. Um, the di- buttermilk dipping sauce was fine, but overall I found the pickles a little underwhelming. We were With our triple uh, uh, combo, we got three dipping sauces, and I think for until we were ninety percent done with them, we thought we, they were three of the same sauce. They were just like three different white, like creamy, different, you know, uh, 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 salad dressings, basically. And eventually, Mitch figured out that one of the three was blue cheese and not uh, buttermilk uh, uh, ranch. The other two could have been different. We're still not sure. <laughs> they were like they were just white, and they were good. I, I liked every dip that was there mm-hmm. but it, it was just kind of a you know just a white gloop like a like a ranch slash whatever sauce buttermilk there's yeah some, there's a lot of shit in there who knows <laughs> I, I had a similar to my similar reaction to the 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 crispy cheddar bites they weren't uh prepared incorrectly they they were they were nice and golden brown but they were just a little bit of an underwhelming like they were just i think globs of mozzarella with uh, some sort of coating on the outside not even cheddar Oh, I guess they were cheddar. Like they said, said cheddar. I don't know. They tasted like mozzarella to me. They, they, they were, for all of our uh, Midwest listeners, uh, they, they reminded me. <laughs> there's no listeners yet, but maybe someday. <laughs> they, they reminded me a lot of cheese curds. Mm-hmm. They were, they were, okay. they, they were just kind of like they reminded me of like when I went to Wisconsin and had cheese curds. They were, they, and they were good. They were just you know like terribly bad for you but we kind of we wolfed those down we, we yeah we, we got through them. Enjoyed them yeah um and then uh uh boneless wings we talked about uh uh southwest egg rolls what did you think <clears throat> mitch i enjoyed them i know that nick really burned his mouth when he ate one of the southwest egg rolls and maybe you can take some points off for that but they, they're they're good i'm not really a big egg roll guy oh you aren't i'm not no i don't know like especially just like vegetable egg rolls i'm like I don't know. you don't like fusion egg rolls really i like I, I, if there's like a little chicken in there or something which these do have i i enjoy them and i kind of like this more because it's like like a tex-mex like corn and black beans and stuff but mm-hmm. like a, chi- a traditional chinese egg roll that's just kind of like the vegetables veg- veggie egg roll it's not my favorite thing in the world, and uh, these are pretty far removed from egg rolls, though. I they, feel they, like they, a hundred percent, they're nothing like them. <laughs> <laughs> they're closer because they got they got uh, black beans, I think, maybe corn. Some they're kind of like a fajita roll up that's deep fried. Yeah, is the best way to describe them. They have some fusion egg rolls at um, California Pizza Kitchen as well. I believe they have a variety of a couple different types you can get. So you now, Eva, you mentioned this uh, uh, to us before we started. You worked at California Pizza Kitchen, is that correct? For two years in college, I was a host and then a waiter. Um, and I, 
I pulled a chair out from under a woman while she was sitting down. Oh she God. fell on the floor and she's holding a baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't get fired uh, for that. Stuck there's... around long enough to quit. And the baby for... was okay? Everyone was fine. Okay. There was well... no one got in tr- I didn't even get in trouble. <laughs> Did they get a comped meal? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. My boss, Tom, who I later would get fired for showing up at work with drunk, uh, <laughs> um, uh, talked the woman down and convinced her he was going to fire me. And then she came to my defense. He wasn't. Wow. He just told me to hide in the back. And he's like, I'm handling this. Oh, he was boy. Like, he was like, Eva uh, feels really bad at what she did. But I'm, I don't. I won't accept her apology. She will pay. <laughs> oh my and god! I was, and then the woman was like, "Don't fire her." And so it all turned out fine. And That's then like, later, when he showed up drunk and got fired, I threw my apron down. I was like, "If you fire Tom, then I quit," because I knew I was like on borrowed time because Tom covered for me constantly. Because you kept pulling chairs off from places. That's <laughs> terrible. At my job. I like wouldn't wash my shirt. I was like disgusting. Oh my god. Eva. <laughs> We kind of built you up as one of the classiest people we know. <laughs> I'm not that classy. Um, that your whole experience kind of reminds me of that Dane Cook movie, where he works in that like Chili's ripoff place. Does anyone mm. know what I'm talking about? Waiting? No. No. I think it is called Waiting, right? Maybe it is Waiting. It's Ryan, oh yeah. Ryan Reynolds. And now that title, I that title just clicked with me. He's a waiter. It just clicked called, with you? Yeah, it just clicked with me. <laughs> what do you think he was waiting for? And also Click just clicked with me, the Adam Sandler <laughs> movie, because it's a remote control. All right, good, cool. I knew that I would figure some stuff out on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, oh, go ahead. So, so like, uh, let's talk. Your, your, like, that seems like such a dramatic cinematic exit, like spiking your apron, and that was that was the end of your tenure at California Pizza Kitchen. Uh, yeah, I didn't actually physically do it, okay. but I did tell them I was quitting, and then uh, they kept calling me from corporate saying, "Don't quit." They didn't want me to quit because Tom was fired, and I had to finally tell them, "Look, you don't want me." As a waiter at your restaurant, I pulled a chair out from under a woman, and she fell on the ground. It's not on my record, but, like, you should stop calling my house. <laughs> Tom's doing great now. He lives in the Hamptons. Oh, good for him. He changed careers. He's How's great. the baby? I don't know. I think something terrible could have happened. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, she's fine. She wasn't even crying. She's, everything turned out fine. It was okay. a very slow fall, like a really slow fall. Yeah, it's good. And it, it kind of... <laughs> It builds a baby up and makes him stronger, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It was just a moment of confusion. I thought she was kicking the chair away. She said, I need a high chair. She kicked the chair away. I thought she meant put the high chair there. So I pulled it away. Was she a mean lady The the or, or was she very nice? She was one? just confused. Oh, okay. She was so confused as to what was happening. Tom Hanks came in once, too. Really? Oh. Yeah. Tom Which, Hanks went to a California pizza kitchen, Yeah. Huh? With Rita Wilson and two little boys, and I realize now one of them was Chet Hayes. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Left... Did he wrap his order to you? <laughs> <laughs> no. He was like 10, but he left greasy little handprints all over the big glass window. Ugh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wash those hands. Or Tom yeah. Hanks' tiny baby hands. I don't know. I didn't look. <laughs> it was probably, I think it's Tom Hanks' tiny baby hands. <laughs> Do you know after he did big, everything went back to the normal size besides his hands. So, all right. <laughs> Mitch, I don't think you understand how movies work. <laughs> I think you understand the difference between oh, fiction man. and reality. It's my first bomb. On the <laughs> uh, I was going to say just quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> so this this idea of celebrity. You grew up uh, in a Hollywood family, right? Right. And your your father is uh, was an actor. And did he take did he take you guys to like? Would you go to chain restaurants? Was that a still a big part of your life? Or yeah, my dad. Uh, my dad 
ex- well, kind of is very weird about restaurants and any place he lives, he'll there's like maybe two places he'll go, period. He'll eat at. Okay. He just hates new things. So when we lived in uh, Seattle, um, we would outside Seattle, we would only go to this one chain Mexican restaurant. And then he was uh, he did TGI Fridays commercials up in the Northwest. And so we got uh, he got a card that meant he could eat for free at any TGI Fridays. So wow. we would go there a lot. He got a TGI Fridays black card. He got a black card. Yeah. Wow. It expired, though. I tried, it expired. To get, I tried to get it from him and he was like, no, it doesn't work anymore. Or else he just threw it away. I don't know. But we went to TGI Fridays a lot, and I loved that place. Um, yeah. That's yeah. interesting to hear. I just read a thing on uh, Jared Fogel, which uh, – Oh, Jared. How's he doing? I can't believe I spent time reading. He's good. Did uh, he gain the weight back? No, he's not. He's trim, and he uh, he's with his second wife, and he has a couple kids. Uh, but I also was reading some stuff about Jared being kind of a jerk. Oh, he's but, uh, mean? Yeah, I think he's kind of a mean Does man. Does he get free subway at all the subways? He walking out like, I'm Jared. Well, the, the the thing I read, it was an older article. I read kind of multiple articles on him. Uh, it was, he, di- he didn't, like in an interview, he's like, no, I wish I could get one of those. And then I read a, a later one that was like, he uses his subway black card all the time. And I was like, oh, he must have, he must have pushed for one at some point and and got his his got his subway card, but uh, why didn't they just give him yeah, one? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. He, he's he's a good example of eating subway. He's he, the only man to lose weight eating subway. <laughs> that can you know. I I coincidentally had read Jared Fogel's Wikipedia entry within the past month, and that campaign began began in 1999. That's been going for a while. That's crazy. Yeah. So he's like, if you if you were born the year that Jared Fogel started doing subway ads you can now legally drive a car it's it's like a lot of time has passed and he's just a celebrity that everyone knows there was all those babies nine months after the first jared fogel subway ads. yeah <laughs> the old fogel baby <laughs> um let's get back to chili so uh oh, yeah. uh talking about uh uh your mains R- remind us again what you what you got uh, for Chipo- your entree chipotle chicken crispers mm-hmm. uh, served with corn on the cob and steak fries Gotcha. Oh, and great. the baby back ribs also serve with fries. Now, Mitch got the baby back ribs uh, for his main. <clears throat> and it, you talked about uh, uh, your friend got the original sauce, but exactly. Chili's now offers a few different sauces. Um, and the ones you got were... Uh, Dr. Pepper was one of them. Yeah, it's the a... Dr. Pepper sauce. Mm-hmm. And a beer sauce that was a local beer, right? I think... Oh, maybe not. I think they just said craft beer in craft the abstract. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> And I bit into the craft beer ribs, and I was like, whoa, those are the Dr. Pepper ones. That's crazy. And then I bit into the Dr. Pepper ribs, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the Dr. Pepper ribs. And they taste so much like Dr. Pepper that it's bizarre and gross. I had I had one of your ribs, and I found – like, I had one of the Dr. Pepper ribs, and I found it repulsive. Like, it was really hard. To, it was so sweet, and it tasted so much like Dr. Pepper, and that – compared with meat was just a very bizarre sensation like prune like prunes yeah. and sugar well and... Our, our our waiter <laughs> primed us for it he was like he's like dr pepper sauce tastes exactly like dr pepper and he was he was right he it was, was right, unmistakable yeah. why yeah. would sorry for giving him a hard time earlier he was he was spot on <laughs> <laughs> i've had this thought sometimes that it's so interesting to me that we eat a hamburger and we have it in our mouth and then we wash it down with like an ice cream drink or a like a the sweetest thing in the world, yeah. and we want to have those both in our mouth at the same time. But then, yet, if the Dr. Pepper's on the meat instead of just <clears throat> being washing down the meat, 
It's disgusting. That's a good point. I am not like a bacon and dessert sort of guy. I, I'm not I'm not big on that. I like to keep my sweet and savory separate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't have a problem with the Dr Pepper sauce as much as as Nick did. You were pretty repulsed. But uh but it was still a little strange. I mean it, it just was that taste of of Dr Pepper like a like it felt like, you know, sci- scientist boiled down this taste and they got it and they now can you can have it on anything you want. But the ribs are are good and I never had the ribs before and and chilies are they're they're known for a couple things, one for their fajita fajitas, which we found out. And and for their baby back ribs, which we all know the song and everything like that. Yeah, and while we're on that subject, uh, uh, if you, you you no doubt know the song, but um, I'll just uh, uh, go ahead and play it for us. This is from the uh, uh, campaign that uh, began back in the nineties. I want my baby back ribs. Chili baby back ribs. I want my baby chili baby back ribs. I got my baby back ribs. We all remember that song, and then uh, uh, a few years later, they uh, they took that and and it was uh, performed by In Sync, and that was this version. I want my baby back. 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 Ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. <laughs> the helicopter crashes at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that the sound effects that you're hearing are it's a helicopter over a deserted island where they're singing the baby back ribs song for some reason, and then a crate, I think, of ribs drops down, and so then they're happy. I think that's what the arc of that commercial is. They aren't gonna last. Like the ribs are gonna go bad. I would think so, yeah, that, that they have a limited shelf life as it is. And then on a desert island with no refrigeration, I mean, they're not long for this world. But that's also like if I was on like a beach, that's the last thing I would want is like sticky ribs. <laughs> Sandy sand ribs. All over you. That's oh. ter- that was in sync. That was in sync. Yeah, they had a they this was uh, I don't remember the year, but that was uh, after the, the chili song had been established and, and became a part of our culture. Then, yeah, a few years later, they did it. They did one with in sync. That is. Think, the... um, sorry. Do you oh. think Joey Fatoni has a black card? <laughs> I don't know the perks of doing an ad for uh, for chilies, but I think so. I would hope so. The I fat would... one, as he was known, I'm sure he's got. Uh, a black card. He probably took all the black cards. Is that really how he was known? Yeah, Joey Fatone, like, cause his, like he, his last name is Fat uh, One. And he was the fat one. Oh, and he kind of was the fat one. He's also like 200 pounds lighter than I am, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I know too much about NSYNC because I came of age when they were popular and it made me sad. <laughs> I was like in high school, like, you know, like nine, like I graduated in 2001 and it was like in sync was the the band that everyone you know was a huge band and i was like oh yeah okay like this is what we're known for this is our generation's music <laughs> i guess this will bum, it bummed me out a little bit but i will say that version of the baby backs rib song is pretty good they did a good job yeah it's fine yeah it's great um it's, it's also insane like uh would one direction do like a Burger King? I guess maybe they I would. Think they, I think they, of course they would. I think, yeah, yeah they, could, they could totally find a situation where that was worth their time and money. The Spice Girls had that Pepsi 
act. That's true, yeah. And there's a full there's a full length version of that song on their second album of their Pepsi theme song. Oh my god, really? Yeah, it's That's like a, awesome. they try to make it a single of just like this is a Pepsi theme because it's but the Do they it's sing so about vague. Pepsi? No, they just sing about we're the new generation, move over generation next. Oh God. why not just go for it though? Like I feel like that's <clears> like I, I I feel like there's not enough just selling out all the way. I like I I like that a lot. I, I know in Japan there's a, uh, a they created this video game character Pepsi Man, and there's just a Dreamcast game you can play that's called Pepsi Man. That's apparently you know pretty playable and and it was decently received at the time. But yeah, I almost wish there was more just like crass just marketing tie-ins like there that. Was cool spot for Super Nintendo. I was a big fan. of. That's true. Yeah, that's a very that was a very fun game. Um, uh, 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 and, you know, that wasn't the end of, uh, of the Chili's Baby Back Rib song, uh, its impact on pop culture. Uh, it was also famously uh, uh, used by Fat Bastard in Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me. Dr. Evil, let me make you a deal, all right? You get the motor, you keep your money, and I'll get your baby. Right. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Excuse me. Chili baby back ribs. Yeah. Not seeing that. Not, <laughs> not only hearing that, it sounds like he was really a half ass. <laughs> it's like he kept forgetting ribs was at the end of it. Yeah. My guess is that it was an ad lib on set. And that he, it, this was, you know, this would have, when did the movie come out? 1999? So this wasn't like, oh, I could just look it up on YouTube and see how the song goes. He was just sort of like, oh, yeah, the Baby oh, yeah. Back Rib song. Yeah, I remember that. And then he was just sort of riffing and they were like, this is great. Let's keep it in. But yeah, I, it, it, it's really like a, it's pretty inaccurate. Props to Mike Myers for gaining all that weight and losing it, though, within the course of the movie. Uh, I thought that yeah. was pretty good. <laughs> Mitch, you don't know what movies are. Oh, yeah. Um, he wants to eat. Uh, Vern Troyer's ribs. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wants to eat the meat off of his human ribs. I was saying to Nick that the, a joke I didn't get while watching that movie. It is really funny that he thinks Minnie Me is a baby. Like that, this baby is dressed in a suit and can walk around. And I guess he doesn't talk, right? I guess yeah, Minnie Me doesn't talk. But you are right. He wants to. Yeah, he wants to rip his ribs out and, like, eat them like he eats ribs. So Fat Bastard's kind of a really fucked up character. It's really like he's talking about dismembering a small man and then, and yeah, and eating him for sustenance. Just it is his horrifying. ribs. Just his ribs, yeah. He could it. get normal ribs. Yeah. He could get baby back. He could get pork ribs. Yeah, and he's, yeah, I'm sure he, he does pretty well as a villain, so he could do, he, yeah, he probably has money. <laughs> Um, let's, uh, let's get back to the, the, the food. So, uh, oh, yeah. what did you think of your entree? Um, I thought the ribs were fine. Mm-hmm. They're a little gray and a little, like, they, a little hospital foodie, but, but good. Um, and I feel like I'm being, I sounds like I'm being really critical, but I do love <clears throat> chain restaurant food. These were sure. just, this came out, it was a little, they were a little visually underwhelming overall, the entrees. They were a little... Like cafeteria looking. Oh wow! Well, I think yeah. one thing to, and I think this sometimes is a is a thing to evaluate with chain restaurants is, you know, the ideal is consistency that you would go to the one in you know uh, uh, Fairbanks, Alaska, and it would be the exact same as the one in Sioux City, Iowa. But sometimes that's not the case, and sometimes you have individual uh, 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 franchises that really deviate from 
uh, a quality standpoint from what the corporate expectation is. Yeah. yeah. So you can never really you, like, you can never really account for that. And I, and I feel like when you know places that people. It's great when you can find a place that's just always like at that same level. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's just like the good standard. And that, um, that's sad to hear because I, I thought Chili's was pretty good at that. Also, our ribs were so slathered in that sauce. Oh yeah, that I couldn't see if they were gray, anyways. But uh, <laughs> the, the the ribs were fine, and they came with the little wipey hand things, which yep. was nice. And the fries were good. Um, I found the Chipotle chicken crispers to be uh, have the level, the sweetness problem mm. that your Dr. Oh, Pepper no. ribs did. They were basically just soaked in this weird, uh, like maple syrup that didn't really have a spice to it. It was just so sweet that it was just they were very soggy and weird. Yeah, the places throw around Chipotle a lot, that word, and then it just sort of to generically mean anything that has a little bit of 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 spice to it, but sometimes the heat is not even really perceptible. It's red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's on that note, I had the Sweet and Smoky Burger, which was a recommendation, um, and uh, uh, which was basically a uh, kind of like a Hardee's or Carl's Jr. style uh, a, a barbecue bacon cheeseburger, had bacon on it, um, had a smoky barbecue sauce, and had a couple of onion rings and some pickles. And I thought it was pretty satisfying, but yes, it was a little a little sweet for my uh, for my taste. I'd almost like like just to tone that down a little bit, maybe a little bit more tang, a little bit less sugar. Mm, yeah, acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say because uh, I. I tried some of Nick's burger and <clears throat> I, I it was just so weird that it was called the sweet and smoky burger to me because it wasn't that smoky and the sweetness I didn't get as much sweetness as you did I, I was just kind of like eh, it's whatever like this just tastes like a regular burger which was good it was very good especially Chili's burgers are good but it it didn't it didn't give what it advertised you know I kind of wanted more of that flavor with it and I will. I will say though. I think that I think you do raise a good point. Like, if you're going to Chili's, I think a burger is a great option. The Big Mouth burgers, <clears throat> it, it, by and large, they're 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 very solid, uh, uh, and uh, uh, they they deliver on what you'd get what you'd expect from a restaurant burger. I like that they call their sandwiches section handhelds. <laughs> you guys that? Sandwiches are just handhelds. That 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 makes sense. That can't that it won't wouldn't be confusing at all to, to anyone. I I I I feel like does that mean that like they have other things that like you can't even put these things in your hands? They're too big. Is that like what it's trying to say? Or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I don't know what's behind that one, Chili's. But um, I I I really enjoyed the ribs uh, overall. I'm not a big rib guy. I want to say uh, I've never I've never really like loved loved ribs um and i'm sure that people who are like rib enthusiasts are like oh chili's ribs are are garbage you know but i i thought they 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 fell off the bone pretty pretty easily and and the and the sauce was pretty good and and because of that song i was like i've never had the chili's baby back ribs and i feel like i need to get them and they were good but my question is is it's called chili's and your great introduction talked about chili there is no chili on that menu, is there? It's a good point. I there may be. I could be mistaken. Maybe you can get a, a side of chili. Maybe you can get chili. Maybe there's a chili burger somewhere on the menu, though I didn't see it. But there's I, chili con queso. There's chili con queso. Okay. Oh, okay. I do know their original menu, which I looked up. Their original, like, kind of handwritten menu, and they have it on the wall as a feature at some uh, some uh, uh, franchises. Uh, it lists basically three things. It lists chili. Um, burgers and tacos. So I think the originally Chili's had chili, and that was a big thing of theirs. And I think as they expanded, they sort of uh, 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 sort of excised that from their menu proper. Yeah, it seems weird. It seems like it should still be kind of a, a big dish, a non-handheld. You know, it should be somewhere on that uh, 
of the bowl list or whatever the hell the other ones are. Then again, their iconography is sort of shifted to it's like a chili pepper is more like that's the apostrophe. That's their logo is the red chili pepper. Okay. And like if you use the at, at our location, the the door handles were chilies. That's which true. Is, is a pretty common feature. So I, I think yeah, they they sort of now they they sort of mean it chilies from a spicy standpoint. Which I also don't think too much about chilies. I'm not like, ooh, can't go in there. That's spicy stuff. You know, like uh, yeah. the buffalo fingers are good. But, I, yeah. Well, whatever. It's its own thing now, chilies. It, 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 the name means something different. It's changed. But, I agree. And another thing, too, is that they were known for their fajitas, if you if you. Yeah, that's great. That's a uh, 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 correct. They fajitas were they didn't invent fajitas, but they sort of uh, expanded fajitas uh, uh, in the public consciousness. And uh, Chili's actually uh, patented the sizzle sound that their fajitas make uh, when they're delivered on a skillet. How do they patent it? I don't know exactly how it works, but I, the, they apparently have like some sort of patent on the the particular uh, sound that it makes when it's uh, in that uh, that little iron skillet. Maybe I'll- there's a battery. Under the skillet or something. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing, kind of chicanery that that sometimes happens in the corporate world. <laughs> but I think, like, I, I I will say that fajitas, and I I think I would say this broader than chilies. I feel like fajitas always like sound and smell better than they are as like a a meal. Like I feel like yeah. any time like you see someone walking through a restaurant with a plate of of fajitas and like everyone's head swivel like, whoa, what that guy order? It's like a big event, you know. And they bring it out, and other people are ordering. Fajitas, but I think when you actually get them, they're always like, "All right, well, I'd rather just like have tacos, or not something that I had to fucking assemble myself." You know, yeah. that's what the, Evan Susser told us this fact about the fajitas, and he uh, he told me something about how when someone ordered, and the part of the reason that they got this patent or whatever is when someone ordered fajitas, and other uh, customers would 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 hear it coming out, then like after that there was like some rate in which people continued to order. Fajitas, like it was like every like three minutes after that, like a new person ordered uh, fajitas. It was wow. something very strange, but that that sound. I, I, you know what I think? You know what I th- honestly think it is is that you're at you know like a a big corporate restaurant, and the fact that you hear something cooking, like uh, you like mm-hmm. you're like oh that thing is actually cooking on the plate. Sure. There's no way it's not like that chicken's not getting roasted or the steak is not like turning brown. Maybe that is enough for people to be like, I'm going to eat something that like was truly cooked and not just like came the way it was, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't open a box and pour like a hot meal out of it or something. Does that make sense? Yeah, like no, I get it. The yeah. way they put <clears throat> the fake charbroil burger marks on the Burger King burgers. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 I like that too, though, honestly. I think that that... It stands out. If you've ever looked at a McDonald's patty, it's very gray, just like the ribs, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, all food service is a little bit of showmanship, right? Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, let's talk uh, uh, beverages. Uh, uh, So uh, uh, I got the the El Nino margarita, which is one of their signature margaritas. And Mitch, uh, I believe you got the blueberry uh, pineapple margarita. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Eva, what did you get to drink? I got the skinny margarita. Skinny. Oh, that's correct. You said that earlier. So uh, what was your assessment of it? It was very sweet, but I thought it was pretty solid. Now, is it skinny because it's like a lower in sugar? Sugar, is that the idea? Yeah, I think it's like a diet or whatever. It's like 100 calories for the whole margarita. Gotcha. So it's pretty solid. Is but it a it, brand? Is Skinny Margarita a brand or? No, it's not like Skinny Girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking It's of. its own thing. But actually, I've noticed a lot of chain restaurants have like Skinny Cocktail menus right now. Sure. And they're really, like Cheesecake Factory has an excellent one. Okay. Um, And yeah, they're pretty good. 
It was. It, I didn't regret my margarita purchase. My issue with my margarita is the it, it it was good, but I think just a little on the sweet side. And again, maybe this is just like a running thing with me. Maybe I just like prefer less sugar than average. But uh, I, I like. I feel like the the El Nino margarita, which kind of has pineapple chunks in it, and um, uh, I think some pineapple juice, a uh, 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 lime and orange. Maybe it's not orange. Maybe it's lemon. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of like a, it's 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 a lot of juice feel. To it, less mm-hmm. margarita than um, uh, than juice. You're, you're not getting that much of an alcohol bite. Yeah, we were talking about that because I'm, I'm rum is one of my favorite boozes to drink, and uh, and I I as far as far as liquors go, it's kind of like a sweet you know liquor, and it's kind of like served in with juices. And but I I love a rum drink that's like kind of has like a tough. Like I like it sweet, but it, you also get like a kick of that rum. And and my drink, I had the blueberry pineapple margarita. It was just like drinking like a high C drink or something. It was so mm-hmm. so sweet. It was good. It was delicious. I I really enjoyed it. And actually, I complained to Nick because in college, uh, at that Chili's in Ithaca, they used to sugar rim your glasses, and I I think that they still do it. And I was really kind of expecting a sugar rimmed glass, and I didn't get it. And I kind of wanted that full. I knew what I was doing when I when I got it. I kind of wanted yeah. like a, the full on sugar experience, but yeah. uh, I didn't get it. But it, I, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, you first. No, just uh, it, it had some fruit in it, and uh, which I ate and was kind of terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, yeah, please. Oh, I went to the when I went to Guy's American Kitchen mm-hmm. and Bar and Grill or whatever in um, I'm blanking on the exact name, but in Times Square, um, I ordered a pumpkin beer and it came rimmed in sugar. Wow, yeah, a, a pint, beer, a beer, <clears throat> a yeah, pint glass rimmed in like pumpkin spice and sugar. It's I like that. See, because some people are gonna be like, "That's gross," and I'm like, "Well, isn't like salting a rim gross too?" Right? I, oh, I don't no. know. I mean, oh, I don't have God. a problem with sugaring the rim, but I think feel like for a beer that seems a little excessive. Was it a super pumpkiny tasting beer or no? It's slightly pumpkiny. The whole experience that was I was startled by that part of it. Yeah, that feels like a like a strange choice. Yeah, well, pumpkin shouldn't be eaten. I don't, you know, like uh, like we put pumpkin in a lot of stuff. Like it's not. I've eaten raw pumpkin in a bit before, and it's not good. Yeah, you're talking about the time you and the birthday boys ate an entire raw pumpkin we on ate, stage. Yeah, we ate an entire raw <laughs> pumpkin, and it's not good. It's it, well, you're, you're not supposed to eat it like that, Mitch. I know, I know, but you're supposed is to there, cook it. There, are there other things like that where I mean, like maybe dough or something? I would, like, they, I would say most food is like that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat raw meat. <laughs> There's you don't need to raw. Oh, you pa- can eat raw you meat can't though. Eat, you don't need raw potato. You can do these things. <laughs> you did eat a raw pumpkin. It was a mistake. It was not something you should have done. Are you just judging all food based on if you cram it in your mouth raw? I, is it good? Pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkins are big too. You're not. You know. You're not. You can't eat those like an apple or something. You're not supposed to eat these things. Wait. Well, you know. Okay. How's this for a thing that you're not supposed to eat so much? We gone cuckoo crazy with it and we put it in everything we got you know uh why do you wait you're going back to you're not supposed to eat it so much because it's not it's too bigger than an apple and <laughs> if you eat an entire one raw you'll puke <laughs> i think your standards for what food can actually because you're ruling out like bananas because you have to peel that <laughs> i i feel like you you basically just have apples that's, that's yeah, the only anything, thing you could eat or a, like a smaller <laughs> apple yeah that's i ate the inside of the pumpkin too i i did eat the outer shell a little bit but i also kind of ate the inner shell 
and the kind of, what would you call it? The guts, I guess. That's also, see, a pumpkin has guts. Hey, Rich, I have a question. This uh-huh. entire thing's on YouTube, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, God, yeah. We tell people how to find it? If you search birthday boys eat a pumpkin on YouTube, you can probably see us eat that pumpkin on stage. Yeah. And sadly, it's a bit we've done like five times uh, over every Halloween that we've done a show. So It's, it's like basically when <clears throat> your laziness... Uh, like outweighs how much like physical discomfort you're willing to endure. You're yeah. like, well, we'll just eat a pumpkin on stage. Yes, 100%. <laughs> That's like people getting naked on stage, too. I feel like it's yeah. a very similar thing. It's like, well, laugh at this, my body, I guess, or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, 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 overall, let's uh, let's uh, let's 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 sort of give our overall evaluation. Um, uh, uh, what do we think about chilies? Let's say let's say we're going to rate it on a scale of of one to five forks, five being the best. Uh, we'll start with you, Eva. Um, I I was disappointed with the food. Uh, it was the the worst part of the experience for mm-hmm. me. Though there were there, the fries were fine. Um, the drinks were better than the food. The overall experience was I- interesting because of the ziosk. Um, I would give it three forks. Three forks. Three forks. Okay, Very fair. Um, I would say I, I, I'm going to be nice to this one. I, like, I really enjoy chilies, so I, I got to go with four forks. I, I'm not a huge rib guy, um, and the rib experience was was nice, but I, I don't like to get messy. We talked about this. I, I don't like it in my hands messy. I can't look people in the eye when I feel like I have, like, like, I can't look them in the eyes when I feel like I have food on my face. And that's the way I felt the entire time. I was like just a, like a sh- like ashamed or something, uh, which is strange. And I probably have uh, some other issue, but uh, that that I I I don't love the rib experience. But everything else was good. The fries were great. The buffalo chicken tenders were were are delicious, and mm. the, all the other apps were good too. The, the, I also had broccoli. I told them to kind of just serve it how they served it, and they brought out. It was with fries and broccoli, and the broccoli was actually like saltier than the fries. Uh, but then again, no one is getting a big rib plate for the broccoli anyway. So four forks overall. The our our server was nice, but a little overbearing. I I preferred the uh, the ziosk uh, and uh, a nice nice atmosphere and uh, and also a great lunch companion to my oh left. boy, Aww. what a thing to say. Um, uh, I'm gonna also go three forks. And wow. uh, this is my assessment of Chili's. I feel like my one-word review of Chili's as a chain restaurant is solid. Like it's all like you get you go into Chili's, you know what you're getting. Yeah, they deliver. Um, uh, and I think you know one thing we didn't touch on, but I'll, I'll bring up real quick is that Chili's also has Chili's Two, which is their their airport kiosk version. And I like that it's named Chili's Two. Like they're just kind of saying like. It's it's another Chili's. We know sequels are never quite as good as the original, but this is this is basically you know what you like. Um, and Chili's two is fine. It's it's actually totally solid as far as restaurant uh, a terminal uh, a airport terminal restaurants go. Um, and part of what 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 elevated my last visit, our last visit to uh, uh, Chili's outside of the company, a big lug, was uh, 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 our waiter who I actually enjoyed uh, because I'm a big fan of waiter bits, and he had a few good ones. Um, <laughs> he was really worried about us saving room to, for dessert. Like he was really leaning on that uh, to the point where at the end he was like, 
you guys promised you saved room for dessert and you didn't do it. Like he was really like kind of, but he was doing it in a fun sort of lighthearted way. All right, you're right. He won me over right now. We didn't, we said, (laughs) we we said like, oh, we'll try. And then he was like, later on, you promised, which we didn't promise, but we sort of like, all right. We we wanted to do dessert. We were going to share one, but we, it was such a huge, huge We were so full. I was ruined for the, like I was ruined for the day. I couldn't do anything else after that meal. That should be a note. I had a, I had a headache (laughs) that entire rest of the day. I woke up. In the night, feeling gross. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. It's yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pay the price for going to. Jail. Probably should have brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they keep in mind that uh, add an asterisk to our fork ratings that you will pay for it. Um, uh, 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 the other waiter bits he had is uh, he introduced himself. I won't give his real name just in case there's some uh, uh, the Encino chilies or narcs for whatever reason. Um, uh, but he said, uh, uh, "My name is Peter, but I also respond to Hey You," which I thought was pretty fun. I like that. And uh, there was a point where a baby started crying, and uh, he came up to us and, and commented by saying, uh, I hope you're enjoying our live music, which I thought was really, really oh, cute. Oh, I didn't get that You didn't joke. get it. And I know because you, you responded kind of obliviously. You were like, this is live, referring to the piped-in music. And then he added on like, like yes, it's a cappella, trying to like... Sorry, reference. dude. Yeah, no wonder why I didn't like him. No, he's, he's smarter than I <laughs> Um, well, uh, uh, we got one three forks, one four forks, one three forks. That's our assessment. I think overall we like chilies, right? Like I think we're chilies yeah. fans. Um, but I was, I was, I was. I just want to say I was sad to hear that the food wasn't consistent with you because that yeah. one one of the big things and the thing that we talked about was, uh, a, you know, a, a thing that people don't talk about enough is a good fry later. If a place changing the oil and sure. frying their mm-hmm. apps well, and I always feel like chilies is pretty good with. With doing stuff like that, and then to hear that your 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 fried food came out a little wonky, was sad to me. And 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 it me kind, too. I almost want to bring it down to about three and a half forks, but no, it wasn't your experience. It was I know, mine. I know, I know. I'm just I'm disappointed. My waitress, just real quick, was like uh, very sweet and a little. She seemed a little overwhelmed, but at the end, when we said, "Can we get our check?" she said. Oh, you've never been to this Chili's before, have you? And we were said, "Oh no, we have to use the Ziosk." She's like, "Yeah." And she seemed so upset that she thought we were mad. And we're like, no, we figured it out. There's a button. She's like, okay. This is so sad. Also, why don't they just go all in? How come you can't order your meal on there? That's... I feel like yeah, it's it's in this mushy middle right now where you should be able to just use the Zosk for everything, and then you're not even talking to anybody. Or you know, like like I I don't know, like if you do want to pay the server, why can't they turn the Zosk around and run your card? But they won't let you do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Ziosk is a is a negative. Watch for that if you're if you're gonna be going to Chili's and and see how that evolves over the years because I, I I'm hoping that eventually that's a thing they they sort of scale back. Um, uh, so that's our assessment of, of Chili's, but uh, uh, there was someone who didn't have such a great experience. Uh, this is a segment that uh, we don't have a name for, uh, but uh, uh, we'll read a, a one star Yelp review uh, uh, of the chain of the week uh, or the chain of the episode rather. And uh, 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 for now, we'll just call this segment an unsatisfied Yelper. So this is uh, Sean and Katrina P's one-star review of a Chili's in Scottsdale, Arizona. Normally, I wouldn't take the time to review a place like Chili's. We all know by now how unoriginal and uninspiring their menu is and that Chili's is the Denny's of late-night grub. (laughs) Well, fuck you to Denny's there. Yeah, I know. They took two places down. Well, having said this, the reason that I'm reviewing Chili's today is to tell you about an interesting thing that happened to my BF and I when we visited this Chili's not too long ago. 
First, shame on us for resorting to eating here. But it was a cold winter night, and we didn't want to venture too far from home. They live in Scottsdale. They live in Scott. Well, so the desert does get a little cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's relative. Uh, their food, their T-H-E-R-E, food is so forgettable that I honestly can't even remember what we had. I just remember that it wasn't that great. I think we had some sort of sliders and maybe some tacos that we took a few bites of and quickly got sick of. The real reason that I am writing, however, is to tell about a lame thing that happened to us when we visited, even lamer than the food. My boy and I were cuddling in a booth. His arm was around my shoulder and his, my hand was on his thigh. We were talking to each other and laughing to ourselves quietly. Nothing out of the ordinary, if you ask me. We had ordered a dessert and were eating when all of a sudden the manager of the joint comes up to our booth and says, How's the dessert? Let's keep it a family restaurant. Before we could even respond, he was gone, and we just turned to each other with a bewildered look for the next five minutes. We couldn't figure out what we had done, and the more we thought about it, the madder we got. It's not like we were having sex on the table or touching each other inappropriately in the restaurant. We were simply sitting too close to each other, cuddling and eating our dessert. We were so mad that we blew out of that joint and left our unfinished dessert on the table. We have never been back, and we probably never will, since we do not want to eat in a place that reprimands you for cuddling and having a good time. If a family restaurant is anything like Chili's, then I never want to eat in a family restaurant again. <laughs> Keep it a family restaurant, my ass. There's probably more drug deals that go on there than anywhere in Scottsdale. What? <laughs> Quite a turn at the end. Did they not pay for their food? I guess they. it, it's, it implies that they stormed out without paying. And uh, Well, I, I want to say, first of all, that you uh, spelling out how they spelled there... Felt like kind of character assassination on your part. Oh, that's true. That's fair. Um, <laughs> um, but I agree with you. These people, I mean, I almost agree with that manager. I don't, I, you know, I don't know how racy got. Also, I thought you were, I thought you maybe accidentally were reading some of your Chili's fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> it was really involved. It's crazy. It's quite a quite a yarn there. I think I think they were just fucking in the booth and they got called out on it and then they got mad. That's that's, my, a, that's how I feel. It, that's too. I, I take Chili's side one hundred percent in this. Over one. the pants, HJ at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, even like, I, I don't, I don't know. Just public def, uh, displays of uh, affection. I'm not big into that. Uh, I don't know yeah. if it's yeah. my Irish heritage. Or, but no, but you're in a restaurant on top of that. Keep like, it a family restaurant. You know with, what? I'm with Chili's. I just like this claim that more drug deals go on there than anywhere else in Scottsdale. Now, Scottsdale is a classy city, right? It's like the nice area next to Phoenix where all the rich people live. I'm not, I get that confused with Flagstaff. I no, Flagstaff is the class, is the cool like college town okay. up north. Oh, but okay. Scottsdale is where all the rich people, I dated a guy in Phoenix briefly and the kids, the punk rock kids in Phoenix were at war with the like the poshes and Scottsdale. It's also where what's his name? Painter of Light. Who's the Oh, pa- Thomas Kincaid. Thomas Kincaid, I believe, operated out of Scottsdale. Oh, okay. But it's very nice. And but I'm sure there's another place where drug deals go down that isn't the chilies. Yeah, that's that's that that was crazy to me too. Also that she knew about all of them and she thinks that a lot of them go down there makes me feel like she might have had a little hand in that world or uh She bought drugs there. She bought drugs there at some point. And maybe she was the one who ordered the guy to go get the drugs at the Chili's, too. But now, now who's doing character assassination? <laughs> this lady, I'm not a big fan of hers, but um, if you're at a Chili's, the only reason you should be licking lips is because you got barbecue sauce all over them. Not because you're licking your <laughs> okay. lover's lips. All right. Okay. <laughs> Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic, I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. 
And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Uh, so that'll do, it, uh, that'll do it for Chili's. It's time for uh, something we call Snack or Whack. So uh, that's uh, what we're calling it. I don't know. You surprised me with this one. Segment names are TBD. Look, if you got better better ones, email doughboyspodcast at gmail Tweet at us. Let us know. Let us know if you got something better than Stacker Whack. I it was the first thing I thought of, and I just ran with it. That's that's (laughs) was my process behind that. Um, Anyway, we've got these uh, uh, chewy chips ahoy made with Reese's peanut butter cups. So these are like a chocolate chocolate chip cookie that has Reese's peanut butter cups inside of this. I have never had these. Have either of you guys had these? No. No. Can you eat them? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, great. great. Oh, I'm into it. All right. Let's, I'm going to open this up. I'm opening this up now. That's the sound you're hearing. Me opening this Chips Ahoy. Mm, and these are chewy. They are um, fresh. And let's dig in. So unlike regular Chips Ahoy, they, it's, a, it's a chocolate cookie. It's a chocolate cookie, yes. Or they have the, 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 the chewy... You know, the chewy texture. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what to think. You know, it's kind of that weird thing of the regular chewy Chips Ahoy, like they taste like kind of fresh baked cookies. Mm -hmm. And you lose that a lot with these, right? Like, yeah. Maybe they'd be better with a little bit in the microwave. I tell you what, I'm not picking up much peanut butter. I don't know about you guys. You don't mind, no. I think the thing that's good about Reese's is the salt, and it gets kind of swallowed up by what's yeah. going on in the cookie. These could almost just as easily be a chocolate chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you'd buy these because you see the Reese's, and you're like, oh, that's great. That's my favorite thing, Reese's peanut butter cups, and I'm going to have one with in, in a Chip Ahoy, and then you're not really getting it. Um, yeah, that, it's a weird thing of... I would rather have Reese's peanut butter cups, or I would rather have Chewy Chips Ahoy mm-hmm. than than this. Uh, yeah, or Reese's yeah. pieces, or just peanut a handful of peanut butter chips out of the freezer. Yeah, yeah. These these are I don't know. It it it's not doing it for me. They're not bad by mm-hmm. any by any means. I feel like they're not bad. But I also heard that to make Chips Ahoy like the the soft like uh, whatever that soft texture where it like feels like it was just cooked. There's like a lot of chemicals that they have to add to it. Like these, these cookies are like some of the worst things that you can eat. Apparently, sure. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you maybe you should just stay away from these things altogether. I'd say if I if our options are snack or whack, and I'm sticking with that, um, I'm gonna go with whack. I'm also gonna say whack. I'm gonna say whack, but I would also like eat a bunch more of these. But I've noticed you've already got in for <laughs> for multiple cookies. You're the one person who's had more than one. Uh, well, Nick, it's not a cookie counting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Eva, I, I had a question for Eva before. Of course. We start wrapping stuff up. Yeah. Now, I, I asked you this before. Yeah. Did your father ever incorporate magic into any of your meals? Because I know your, your father is a magician. Yes. My dad's Harry Anderson from Night Court, the, the magician actor. And did he, I know that you went to the Magic Castle a lot growing up and there was a Great restaurant in there, mm-hmm. but at home, because when I was younger, when I, I I loved magic, and I I went through a phase where I bought a lot of stuff and was trying to do magic for a little while, and mm-hmm. I would always do stuff at the kitchen table at dinner. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Of course, he would do. Um, he had a lot of little tricks on him. He has some really good um, 
kind of pocket tricks that he does that my brother can do as well, like little like tricks with a dollar bill. But there's one trick he taught me when I was a kid that I still do all the time, which is you um if you're in a diner that has creamers, the ones with the little paper top, you tuck one into your hand. Oh my god. And you start rubbing your eye. And you start acting like your eye itches. I did this in front of like a seven-year-old boy the other day. Freaked him out. And then you're just like, oh, my eye's really itching. You grab a fork and you stab it, it looks like, into your eye. But you really just stab the creamer. And then white cream pours out all over the table. Oh, my God. And you just popped your eye with a fork and it's just and white stuff went everywhere. I, I swear to God, I did this trick when I was younger at my kitchen table. Did your dad ever... Like do that on TV as a thing? I like, think he did it once on um, on Letterman with a, with a pencil. Because because it was a thing that I learned it, and then I was like, I'm gonna do this, and I went into the kitchen and did it, and I did that exact same trick, and I had a steak knife, oh, and I went through it, no. and it hit the plastic part and like put it back into my eye. Oh, you stabbed was, your eye? I was so close to stabbing my eye, like it nearly went through, and I was like, oh. I shouldn't do that ever again. But it was like everyone was like, Michael. And they were like, they were like, oh my God, what is that? And it looked so cool. And I, I'm trying to figure out where I learned that trick. And it, it might have been your well, he dad. Did, he had a book called Games You Can't Lose. I think it was in there. Or, um, oh, okay. But also, I think it's a pretty common, like, uh, yeah. Um, there's a guy, Matt King, who's a really awesome magician who has a place in Vegas. He has a show in Vegas. And he also taught me one that you can do. Where you cut the little corner off a pad of butter, a foil pad of butter, and if you do it the right way, it makes it look like you're squeezing a pimple out of the table oh. and, it's, and butter's coming out. <laughs> but the, if you get a chance, be very careful with your eyes, but if you do that fork in the creamer thing, it, I guarantee it's like the most disgusting thing. People really freak out. Yeah, don't they? use a sharp knife or use just a fork. Use a fork and just do it lightly yeah. and, just, and then just rub your eye and go like, oh, I feel better. But just... Yeah, I did it up in Ojai, or yeah, and the waitress walked up in the middle of it, and she was like, looked at my boyfriend, like, "What the? Is she your girlfriend?" Like, she was so <laughs> like uncomfortable, and she was like, "And I just made the table messy." That's great. Yeah, it was great. It's super funny. So he, so, so yeah, he would do some a few tricks. Yeah, yeah. The, that's great. Yeah, it was good. There you go. Uh, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you've got some creamer on hand. Uh, Go for it. Use a fork, not a knife. I think that's our lesson. Um, uh, before we go, uh, we uh, just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Uh, so uh, uh, this is another uh, segment I arbitrarily named that Mitch will lay it into me for. Uh, let's open up the feedback. So uh, uh, we since we don't have any listeners yet, we solicited uh, for emails on uh, Facebook. Um, and today's email comes from Hank Friedman, who is a friend of mine. Um, uh, oh, one of your friends. Yeah. Huh? One of- <laughs> <laughs> we discussed ahead of time which email to use. <laughs> this wasn't me choosing. choosing I know over. Hank Friedman. But yeah, uh, a, a very talented editor has worked on uh, Comedy Bang Bang, other 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 shows. Um, his email reads: Whenever I pick up a hot and ready pizza from Little Caesars, I always mm-hmm. force a tip on the cashier, even though they are not allowed to accept tips. It's a hot and ready tip and ditch. I wonder if they have to throw the money away. 
I guess what that leads us into is like the like what are the the ethics or uh, ethics is maybe the wrong word, but what non tipped employees in food service who you're trying to force a tip onto like is that what, what do we think of that practice? A little tip talk, a little, yeah, a little tip I'm talk. I'm gonna name sure. something. <laughs> I think anyone will just take a tip, right? Yeah, I think you just so. leave money on the counter. They have to take it. I feel like especially you know like any any time I'm working a job like that and it it you, you know like usually the base pay is not the greatest so any tip is is usually appreciated i actually did the same thing i got a hot and ready i was telling you i went to little caesar's just recently and i gave the guy a, a few bucks or whatever because i thought that that was just what you did there was no tip jar but it i think i definitely don't think he threw it away for yeah sure. no i wouldn't think so you wouldn't throw money in the trash <laughs> saying yeah but but uh th- there there are some places that don't put out tip jars and i think that's always kind of a weird thing of like yeah but also that's a hard thing like if you're picking up food there, there's a couple different things with this. Are you, if you're picking up food, do you just leave a couple bucks? I guess so, right? Yeah. And then if if you're eating in, if you if you buy your food at the cash register, do you tip twenty percent there? That is always the hardest thing for me because I'm like, well, this isn't like a thing where like you're there's a waiter who's waiting on you. Sure. But they are that like so you're gonna have a number and someone's gonna bring your food to you. So do you still? Do the twenty percent? I usually don't do the twenty percent. I almost always, always, always tip twenty percent all the time. I never don't tip twenty percent. That's kind of my base. And my dad used to yell at me a lot because he was like from a different generation, and like it was like it's fifteen percent, you know, because he yeah. he would have been like seventy something, you know. So like, but I I, I always do twenty percent in that, and g- getting something out of counter is always kind of tricky to me. Yeah, my uh, on that on that note, real quick, my dad. Uh, uh, said uh, recently, like if I tipped like your mother wanted me to, I'd be uh, I'd be bankrupt. Like I think there is like a thing of like uh, guys in their sixties and seventies who, you know, like yeah, that was just then fifteen percent was what you did. Yeah. Maybe you knock them down to ten if they didn't do their job. Yeah, you would never go to twenty unless they gave you something for free. You know. Yeah, I remember when my dad would get mad at like like service or something like he was like they're not paying attention to us and then he'd always still just tip it and I was like oh dad <laughs> at least stand by your anger but yeah no that 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 is that's that's another tough one too because people are like always tip 20% even if they're not doing a good job i think there is a weird thing now where like it, like uh, i think there's been so many articles and and things online about it where it's like hey a lot of their pay comes from that tip. Oh so. yeah, for sure. And also just from being a waiter, if you the waiters get tipped, get taxed on their tips as if as if they make 10% mm. no matter what. So just like the their tax as if they there's an additional 10% no matter what. So if you if you tip less than 10%, you're actually stealing money from the waiter. Jeez. Mm. So don't ever tip less than 10% unless the person is bananas. Wow. Yeah. And I've never I've food. never done that before. I've yeah. never gone. I've never gone below fifteen. I don't think ever. I had a, a friend that was a waiter at CBK who always kept a bottle of Visine in his. Uh, he would show it to me. It was in his pocket all the time in his apron, so that he could put it in people's water if he wanted to to give them diarrhea. He said he'd never used it, but it was like insurance for him emotionally. Oh wow! I, I, that see, I think someone not <laughs> tipping him twenty percent would exactly. be okay. So what, where, where do you that, – that's I don't feel like up. that guy should be working there. I feel like Tom made some odd hires, <laughs> including you yeah, potentially. Yeah. I agree. Tom should have been fired. <laughs> and also, you're my friend, but I think you should have been fired too. For, for dropping that woman? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. more Even more so for the shirt thing that you mentioned. <laughs> um, I, what, how do you guys feel about if you're getting a number, would you, would you tip 20%? Should I up it? Because I usually give a few bucks. 
and now I don't know what to do. I do like 15. Yeah, I feel 15? like 15 is okay. good. I feel I probably usually do around there. 20 is for someone who's like doing the sequence of it's called the sequence of service where they just keep checking back with you and they like drop off the thing and then they have to come back a minute later to see if the thing is to your liking. So there's if, like there's like nine steps to it and it, you have to do a bunch of them at once and it's like at Alcove, you know, just to bring up a specific example, which people won't know, but Alcove, you know, in Los Feliz, if you go and buy your food there, you get a number, you sit down, they just bring you your food. You'd still do about 15%, you think? 15 for sure, yeah. Okay, okay. Good to know. That's good to know. I got to up. If they're now nice, I feel cheap. 20. I've been a cheap, cheap man. Um, uh, and I've always kind of prided myself on that. And, and a, another question, too, that's kind of coming up in the delivery world is that uh, there's a lot of these apps which Nick hates um, <laughs> that they'll deliver you f- your food from like food from anywhere. They'll come up. I think one is called Postmates and they'll just come and deliver to your house. Mm-hmm. So there's a they charge you twice. They charge you like a delivery fee and then like a percentage fee. And that can be like seven to ten dollars. And then at the end, it also asks, do you want to tip the dry the driver, the delivery man? And so then that pushes it way up. And every time I've I have tipped like 20% to the driver because I feel like, oh, is this company just making this money and now this man is getting ripped off, you know? Yeah. So how do you guys feel about that? I think you have to. I, I On that note, I, uh, you uh, uh, shared with me a Postmates order you made uh, for Taco Bell. I was about to ask if you're using it for Taco Bell. Oh, we did, yeah. Everyone I know who yeah, does that uses it for Taco Bell. And it was like, <laughs> seriously, I did the math, and it was like a 95% surcharge <laughs> that you were getting with all the, the delivery fees and the tip on top of it. It's like you're paying an insane amount of money to have Taco Bell delivered to you. I would do it again. Yeah, all right. Was it great? Yeah, something's coming right now for us as soon as this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, and for what it's worth, the Chili Ziosk uh, defaults to twenty percent. So yeah, when you I get know. a tip there, we, oh. we wanted to tip cash, so we had to slowly, slowly, slowly push it down from twenty oh, percent to zero in this humiliating way, where it was like mm, watching it Are go you down. Sure? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I am the Ziosk. <sighs> I think the Ziosk more than anything made me want to play. Plant, plants vs. Zombies, because I don't understand what that game is about. Oh, but, you would like it. It's yeah, really it's fun. fun. Okay, I'm going to get into it. We played one where you decorate cupcakes and oh, give, boy. Them, give them to people. <laughs> and if you don't do it fast enough, they get uh, mad. What the hell is going on in this world? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a food they didn't have at the Chili's, but we were looking at pictures of it and like decorating it and pretending we owned a different sort of restaurant and we're like running it while we were waiting for our food at this restaurant. <laughs> we were living in two planes at once. <laughs> Ziosk is going to be as... Common as uh, automobile someday. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think that'll about do it for this uh, first episode of Doughboys. Our thanks uh, uh, so much to our guest Eva Anderson. Eva, where can uh, where can people check you out? What, they sh- what should they look for? Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, at Eva Fay E V A F A Y. Um, my sketch group, A Kiss from Daddy, which uh, Nick Weiger and I started, uh, has a show at UCB Sunset in Los Angeles the third Wednesday of every month at 1030. And um, watch You're the Worst on FXX coming later this year. Awesome. Check all that out. Uh, uh, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next time. If you have a question or comment or on your experience at a chain restaurant, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com. That's doughboyspodcast at gmail.com. And we got a Twitter, too, at doughboyspod. Correct. No cast on that one. There weren't enough characters. Yep. Cool. Thanks, thanks so everyone. much, guys. <laughs> Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscord, our Discord server. Get access to that and the Doughboys Double over at patreon.com slash doughboys.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>